0: following program is brought to you by your friends at podcast one
1: hey beautiful people if you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions follow me on instagram at blue hazel b-l-u-h-a-z-l let me know what's up i cannot wait to hear from you welcome to girl we got this with blue hazel co-founder latisha lee join latisha as she interviews real people shares personal stories and talks raw honest advice about all things sisterhood because after all life is easier with a sister Here's your host, my sister, Leticia Lee. Dear sister, I'm not sure what phase of life you're in right now, but if you're struggling, for instance, maybe you have depression, anxiety, maybe you're dealing with loss or even homelessness like our next guest, just understand that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. I know right now you can see it, but trust me, there's always a silver lining. And with all of my strength from me to you, I just really want you to believe in yourself, dig deep, and start manifesting the type of life you want. Set goals, believe in yourself, and honestly know that this dark time is only temporary. You will see the light. I need you to meet my newest sister here in L.A. Her name's Erica De La Cruz. She is a phenomenal woman. She's a TV host, a media personality, the founder of Passion to Paycheck. She's the number one best-selling author. And honestly, she's a coach and an entrepreneur that we all look up to. I cannot wait for you to get to know her true story.
0: New from Podcast One, it's the Gals on the Go podcast hosted by influencers and students, Danielle Carolyn and Brooke Machia. I'm Danielle. I'm Brooke. We're like cheesing right now. It's a mix of entertainment, tips, advice, and conversations with YouTubers, college students, and professionals fit for the show. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's our gift to you. Yeah, like you're welcome. No, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so be sure to subscribe to the Gals on the Go podcast right here on PodcastOne.com or on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave them a rating and a review.
1: <laughs> we both put our arms out. Go the green. same arm like, it's like a show. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl We Got This with Letitia Lee. Sisters, I have... An incredible woman sitting in front of me now. Erica, I don't know if you know this. Her name is Erica De La Cruz, first and foremost. She is a TV host, a media personality, founder of Passion to Paycheck, which we're going to really dive into here, guys. I cannot wait to tell you about this. She's also number one best-selling author entrepreneur coach and speaker girl
0: lord it sounds like a lot (laughs) erica girl you do it all oh man there's a lot yeah that's interesting there's all sorts of the flavors i like to say i'm just my best self for a living yeah but you know what
1: there's so many parts of you that you explore and that you give to the world so i appreciate that Oh, thanks. You God. don't limit yourself.
0: I love you. Man, even the, the verbiage, <laughs> I'm like, you're so on my juju stream. Dude, you're limitless. That's what I
1: call it. But we need more of you because we limit ourselves. And especially as women, I think we do limit ourselves um, oh, yeah. specifically. So I think by just even me listing each piece of who you are, I'm totally. just like, damn, it keeps going. Yay, but it yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah, well, I'm in good company. Likewise. Yeah, I right? appreciate it. Now, Erica. So everybody knows this is you are the first person that I've actually interviewed that I don't know personally. Oh, great. A lot of our podcasts have been like actual sisters of mine. So I'm welcoming you into my sisterhood oh, thank and you. thank you for being here oh, with dude. me today.
0: That's freaking awesome. Yeah, dude, it's I'm like, all right. I'm hitting I'm hitting some of the um what is it the benchmark? Yeah, okay, dude, cool. you are.
1: And honestly, after researching you and really learning about you, I was like, yo, she will be my sister oh, at the end of this. I, got, I just so got chills. I'm I just want to say thank you for being here with us. And uh, I really want to start by letting you ladies know, everybody that's listening, Erica, she's having an event. And it's April 27th yes. um, this year. It's called Passion to Paycheck. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, Passion to Paycheck is an event. that happens annually at the Onda's West Hollywood here in Los Angeles. It's a bunch of TV personalities, first and foremost. So our keynotes, our honorees, they're always based in television because that was my background. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another slew of panels that are based in entrepreneurship, uh, Hollywood exec type people, and then other versions of being yourself for a living. But the entire event is personal development, TV personalities, personal brands. So if you run one, if you're um, a blogger, influencer, you know, television personality, maybe you're a podcast host, um, any version of yourself for a living, that's sort of the demographic that attends each year, learning from their peers and opening up Vulnerably, So the tagline is the information you can't find on the Instagram feeds of our speakers. Yes,
1: the unfiltered version of how to get where you want
0: to be, right? Thousand percent. Exactly. People are opening up like, yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't Google the stuff that our speakers talk about. And it's a really, it's just like a safe space and energy
1: created in the room to have, have these figures kind of open up like that. So I love that. I love that you just said safe space. Mm Yeah. Feeling safe as an entrepreneur, as a woman, as somebody, as a man, as anybody that's really starting something new. Yeah. I think feeling safe is very, very important because yeah. that allows us to be vulnerable.
0: Oh yeah. And it's it's crazy because huh, so many places and spaces that people go into, especially like young women, it's like, okay, how do I act? What do I wear? Do yes. I smile? Am I coming off okay? Am I landing all right? And we just really like to um you know, I've done transformational work, personal development. Mm-hmm. It's a big big part of my trajectory so we always start with it because then they're in a space to listen then we're all you know actively instead of passively listening inside of the walls and kind of realizing we're all we're all the same yeah all made up of the same
1: Dealing yeah. with the same madness. You exactly. know what I mean? And we all have the same passion. We all have a passion, right? Yeah. So I think it's so dope, the name Passion to Paycheck. Yay. Thank because you. <laughs> it can literally allude to anyone.
0: Yeah. So, honestly. Right. And so many people, I mean, I am just so in favor of turning that, you know, whether it's a day job to a dream job or a day dream to a dream job, whatever you're passionate about, you you can generate revenue eventually. You just need to find your path to do it. Whether something else funds that passion, whether that passion actually pays the bills, there's a paycheck there. And so I think um, I'm really supporting the people who want to do that.
1: You are supporting people that want to do that. They can learn more at... The Ondas Hotel at April 27th in West Hollywood. So, yes. ladies, gentlemen, if you're here in California, awesome. please don't miss this because this is an opportunity of a lifetime.
0: Yeah, com. You can yes. check out the speakers. We've had Liz Hernandez um, from Own Network. Last year was Kelty Knight. She just got her show Lady Gang on. Yes. Ease. It's here with us too on Podcast One. Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah. Okay, Podcast One, fans. Woo, woo. So, we had, um, we had Kelty on as our keynote last year when she was just starting to promote the podcast. Yes. We had every single one of our attendees. Um, sign up as a subscriber to be able to kind of enter the event. That's so. awesome. And then she announced a few weeks later that he had obviously greenlit the show. Right. So it was it's really so exciting. exciting for them.
1: Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so exciting. So, and like, so people are learning from these type of people. Yeah. That's exactly. so incredible. So you don't want to miss this event. No. I will be there. Because Yay. I need to keep learning. Yeah, baby, I think please. you can always
0: be learning. Come as my guest. That would, I yeah. would love that. Um, it's really incredible because some events are like, You know, you can always tell the difference in events, if you Mm -hmm. will. Sometimes when you're starting out in an industry, there are certain events you go to. This one is my favorite because previous speakers are there. uh, Panelists are there. All the execs from our partners at Bumble, Bumble Biz, FreshBooks. Yes. They're all on site seeking speakers for their summits. So last year, three of our attendees are just... Badass in the industry. Sorry if I can't say F, but... No,
1: you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> they're Safe <bad-a-> zone.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're badass in the industry. So they were picked up as speakers, having just attended. And um, last year we had this year's speaker Brie Deerdeck. So mm-hmm. Rob Deerdeck's wife. Yes, Brie. Um, she and I are really close. She was just attending, you know, last year and now is speaking on our uh, panel that rounds oh, that's out the special. Day. So it's it's just. It's fabulous to connect, to support one another versus sometimes it's like panels done more and then there's these start out speakers. This is not that. It's more of like an industry meetup, if you will. And I think
1: that also it's defining how successful your workshop is. Um, Yay. You know, Passion picture. you're seeing growth and you're seeing evolution. And now these women that are attending, you know what I mean? And now Uh they're speaking. How dope is that?
0: (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. That's super cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Following them on their journey. I mean, just... Oh, I'm so inspired. Liz Hernandez was our keynote two years ago. She was at Access Hollywood um, at the time, had this idea and was like, Erica, can we, you know, can we create this? And it was called Wordiful. No one really knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And then she launched it at the event. Put in her two weeks at Access. A month later, and now she's a segment on own. Wow, um, working with Big Boy all through L.A. Yeah, um, who if you're if you're new to Los Angeles, because yes. I know you're from Atlanta. Uh, Big Boy is, has been this freaking signature radio host in the entire market for so long. So
1: that's exciting. Just
0: watching the at- passionistas, passionistas, and speakers grow is man. I'm passionate about. It. Yo, first good. of all,
1: I just want to say thank you for yeah. doing that. Thank you for thank helping you. everyone. Yeah, and really pushing them. You know what I mean? Paying it forward is something I think as an entrepreneur, as a successful entrepreneur, I think that is the best type of success is when you see other people winning around you. Totally. Right? That you know the journey. So with that being said, I really want to get into your journey. Um, As Erica, um, Erica... The Eric call way back because I did some research on you. <laughs> oh God, no, no! <laughs> I did, and I was really intrigued by a story I just read on Boss Babe, and okay. the title was "From Homeless to Hollywood." Yeah, and I saw your caption, and it was something that you weren't all, you weren't so easily open to sharing the story. It, it was something totally. that was not as, you know, yeah. It wasn't. It was something that you're like, okay, I'm doing it, and you did it.
0: You know, here is the interesting part. I have a, I mean. For those who don't know my work, I have an interesting story that is, I mean, it started out as difficult to share through the years. I gave a Sue Talk, which is the female uh, California State Senate TED Talk versions. I opened up about it. I opened up when I put out the book. Oh, that's cool. But new layers and new levels of opening up always test me because when I read a headline or there's, you know, something in print or online my stomach turns a little Mm -hmm. bit because I'm like, Oh yeah. And it's, it's funny because yeah, boss babe was so incredible. They really got me to open up. They put that headline up. And for a minute, I, I had that little heart racing Mm -hmm. moment because, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I did live out of my car for about two months. So homeless to Hollywood is fitting, but uh, another piece of the puzzle, which I'm I'm sure if anyone's ridden, read or seen any of my talks, is that I have a family member who's actually in the homeless community. So oh, wow. when people refer to my time not having a home as homeless, I'm like, mm. it's it's interesting for me because right. I have someone who's actually in the community. Right. So it tested me and I was like, well, should I share this? Should I share this? Or you know, does everyone kind of have that story? Like when um, Steve Harvey came out and it was like, you know, homeless to billionaire. Right. I'm like, well, was he homeless for a day? But you know what? To each his own, like every personal experience, if you've experienced homelessness, whether it's two months living out of your car, one day living in a park. I mean, my friend lived in a park for three days. Yes, That's homelessness. And um, I mean, I guess I just have to come to terms with, I always think, oh, I'm not an expert, but my expertise just lies within my personal experience. And if it lands within other people's experiences, then this is what I know about it. This is how I live with a family member in the community, and um, it's a little bit crazy. I'm not going to lie. It's a little soap yeah. opera that yeah. I didn't realize I was going
1: to live through, which was cool. I, I don't know. It's yeah. a part of your journey. It's you a- know what I mean? And I think it's so cool yeah. that you share your truth. Thank you. I don't. Nobody owned your truth but you. Yes. So, you know, homelessness, I have no, I can't, uh-huh. you know, relate to it. So totally. reading that to me struck me, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. wow. You know what I mean? So it caught me. And I don't think you need to lessen your experience compared to anybody else because that's your truth, right? So right. it's it's a part of your journey. But I understand where yeah. you're coming from.
0: No, tons of people are out about like, um, oh, you know, gender is a spectrum. Right. And I'm discovering everything is a spectrum. Yes. Homelessness is a spectrum. Like whether you're dead, broke, and, you know, brushing your teeth in a bathroom stall. I think that was like Steve Harvey or uh, Will Smith, one of mm-hmm. them. Um, or, you know, similar... To what happened to us was the recession hit, and in this really dramatic way, yes. it was like you have eleven hours to pack up everything you kind of know, yeah, <laughs> and that you've known your whole life, and then you don't get any of it back because coincidentally the storage units went unpaid. And um, oh wow, so our items were repurposed right to the state. In turn, they're sold. So the stuff you watch on Storage Wars, sorry. Israel. But like there is a family that lost all the stuff That's that so you're watching crazy. people bid on and um that was it's so nuts but um you know i always encourage ask away because a lot of the things that i do you know people find this like taboo subject but people do want to know like so what did you like where did you pee what happened to your mom like yes. all this stuff yeah is taboo yeah. it's like I'm i'm open i'm definitely open to it because i think it paints a stronger picture but to whatever degree like when you don't have that safe space to go back to sleep mm-hmm. in it's it's this weird part of my life that I never thought would be important to me but right. all of a sudden I'm like oh my house is my home and I have this yummy little you know yeah. townhouse in West Hollywood that I share with my fiance and he's always <laughs> smiling so big because he's like laughing at how um like, wow, I, how astounded I am after yeah. two years waking up there. But you can appreciate things a, so much it more. It's so cliche and crazy, but it is the truth. I wake up and I'm like, this is my space. These wow. are my
1: walls. And it's a nice thing to have. So I think that's so incredible. And in your caption, you said something along the lines where, you know, in the darkness, I found light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And yes. I <laughs> think that is so such a strong statement Um, you know in your experience and in life in general I want to know what light did you see during your darkest times um, during this period specifically
0: yeah I mean this is really thank you for the question I feel like so when it when everything happened um, and just a preface for if the audience doesn't know basically less than 24 hours 17 hours everything changed for me I saw Basically, we packed up everything we had ever owned. Our home was foreclosed. Items are gone. Mom is discovering camping as mm-hmm. it started out. Dad is is very depressed. Gone. I'm like, okay. And I'm about to go back to college somehow. So the first kind of few like months even, was it was just shock. And then you discover your fight or flight. Right. And I really, I guess... That I didn't run or feel sorry for myself. So that was cool. I got to figure that out early on. That's at an huge. Age, you know, at 18, no one's like, I'm going to test you this right. way. So there was that. And then then the darkness set in. It was like after, after it's like that adrenaline of shock of like... What's going on? Okay, I have nothing. Yeah. Hey, John Juice, are you still hiring? Right. Okay, well, my aunt has a 93 Honda Accord. Can I, can I get that? Yeah. So I got it. I got back to college. And then then I started feeling super lonely and, and confused. And I think one of the things that's important is everyone struggles with anxiety and depression. It's why Passionate page exists, because the people you watch on TV do, 100%. and they go share it there. Yes. Um, but a lot of it comes within this, like this feeling of uncertainty. When you feel uncertain, you feel like you're floating, and you're looking for grounding. And that uncertainty that I, was faced with of like, how am I going to pay for school? Right, Am I going to see my family again? Where's my mom? People underestimate a cell phone bill like heavily. And the main, I would say the main barrier to seeing my mom for about five years, I think it was, was these random phone numbers and the inability to call someone. So that's this weird thing that I never, that we don't think about often. right? But it was so uncertain that I got a little bit low. However, there were these like hidden gems, and they exist everywhere. The key is, are you turned off to them or are you open to them? Right. Because all of a sudden, these I call them my family now, mm-hmm. family members, mm-hmm. like friends of friends, best friends I had grown up with, distant family, my nanny I grew up with, they showed up in this big way. And sometimes when you're polite, you're taught that you should give more than you receive. But I was put into a position where I'm like, I got to I got to receive as much as possible. And it was so weird, because they all believed in me. They were supporting me to an extent, and something just like that light that you asked about. Yes, it was people it was people it was these like friendships and relationships, where you realize, because you don't really know, at least when you're becoming a young adult, outside your comfort zone of your immediate family and your parents, you don't know who has your, you don't know anything. And I really quickly realized, I mean, here's, this is crazy, but I did not know that I was not seeing my stuff ever again until about a half a year after losing it, my nanny, who I grew up with as a child, and then obviously I don't need a nanny at 13, 14, so Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen her in a little bit she, she's like my second mother. Now, she started creating this room outside of my hometown in her house, so that I would have a place to go back to. And I would find stuff when I would go back periodically. And I'm like, where did you get this? And she said, Oh, I just I saved it from the house. And then it was one day that I went back. About a year later, she had, you know, she sat me down and she had something to give me. And she pulled out this marble jar. And I immediately started sobbing. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, where did you get this? Um, What she was handing me were my grandmother's remains. It was an urn. Wow. And then she came clean. And she said the last, like, year she had been going to various swap meets and flea markets. Buying back our items, oh my and god! And that is what she filled the room with. Wow. Is that crazy? And then that's special. It's so special. Oh, that gave me chills. It's special. Wow, it's absolutely insane. And you know, little did the vendors know they were selling her back for three dollars, three ninety nine. My grandma, like it's so absolutely insane and so real at the same time. That I was yeah. like, um, I think that was this turning point of whoa, like people care. And now I'm going to show them why they were right to believe in me. And all I did was just started finding the silver lining, this light. Um, An aunt recommended I go to therapy, which Mm -hmm. I think is totally stigmatized in our life.
1: Unfortunately, but girl, I go every
0: week. Yes. And so I found, um, you know, the school program, I got Mm -hmm. to sit down. I'll never forget Ravi was his name. He was (laughs) fabulous. And he just sat and took in my life that I could talk to him about and i had never experienced it and i think that helped me work through a lot uh too so i like learned to receive i learned to lean on people and we are often so many people live their lives and like luckily really however i think there's beauty in being tested early yes they don't realize that you know they need from other people to be put into this position of receiving till later later on in life i think it was a big gift that I was like, Oh, I got no money. I have nowhere to go. What is
1: In one of the darkest times you're literally learning some key essentials to life. It happened
0: early on. And I just like it also made me really risk, uh, risk tolerant, like to be an entrepreneur and go out and do what you're passionate about. You need to have a level of being able to handle taking risks. And I was like, Man, what do I have to lose? Like a couple stuffed animals and and my wardrobe. Like I don't know,
1: but that sets you up for success as an entrepreneur. You're going out on a on a whim. It's it's like fight it's fight or flight, right? Fight or flight. And I like
0: I don't know what I was like. I don't know if I fought or if I flew. (laughs) I just kind of rolled with it. So I don't know, but
1: yeah. No, dude, you roll with it, and you're creating, and you're paying it forward, and you are literally all those lights that you're talking about. You are a light now, which I think is super special, right? Um, um, get that? I, I was talking to my girlfriend about this earlier today. Uh, other lights shine other lights, right? Like, mm-hmm. all, if you put all these lights together, the s*** sh- gets super bright. Yes, And it's yes. like, the more power, the more power, the more light, the more electricity, it just has, it's a like, potential. yeah, you yeah. just feel that s***, sh- and it's, it's one of the most incredible feelings, and I think... Being around people that make you feel like that, you feel unstoppable.
0: Oh, my God. Absolutely. Like, so much of it is – is—if it's a good gauge. If you feel ever guilty and that's why you need to go hang with someone or spend time with someone and it's from guilt, that is my telltale sign that they're probably not – probably not feeding you mm-hmm. because like one if you think a candle oh my god like before we had all this light and beautiful gifts that we have in our world right. now it's like one little match one fire if you light 1000 candles that room is lit super and lit it's like hello <laughs> so you know maintaining that space freaking that's what's like the i think the most crucial to your mindset which obviously powers the rest of you it's like how do i keep my mind right like if you go to a gym to get freaking to keep fit physically why don't you why don't you also focus on you know keeping mentally fit as well is just a huge part of my life (laughs) which
1: is so incredible i also want to touch up on that the mental health part all of your proceeds to your event does go to a mental health yes uh, program eliminating the stigma of
0: mental health um yeah, it was crazy. And and the beautiful part is I love discovering new foundations and organizations to give back to. Um, last year was the suicide hotline. Mm-hmm. Um, but just destigmatizing, like nobody gets on a red carpet and talks about, oh, my gosh. And I've been, I mean, that's my whole world. <laughs> yeah. There's like, it's not frequent that you say like, hey, what keeps you up at night? Like, what are you insecure about? Um, you know, can you tell me about a, a breakdown you may have had yeah. recently those questions catch people, oh my God, off guard so quickly. Right. Like it's so incredible. And all all of a sudden, I just, I would love to shift the conversation in mainstream media from gossip and like lip injections and who are you dating to like what's eating at you. Tell us a little bit about the human experience. I'll I'd be love, watching that. I would love for that to be a baseline question for everyone that you see inside of television and mainstream media, because- That's honestly, when I was going through all that, I remember YouTubing everything and just Mm -hmm. being like, finding the stories of all these like figures who I looked up to. That's what got me out of it. And it wasn't necessarily opening the tabloids to get me through because it was just different types of information. So I think the more we can talk about. What's going on mentally for you? It's like it just destigmatizes
1: everything. A hundred percent. I think you know owning our truths and being a brave and having enough courage to share our truths. Yeah. Uh, so I thank you for sharing your truth and what you, you went girl. through just now. It's so surreal that we're you know, sitting here and you're asking. Yourself, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. God. but it's real. And you're like, there's a lot of people that have gone through this. And like, yeah. how do you find hope? How do you find courage? You know, by hearing stories of people like you, absolutely, honestly, that get through it and and on topping jumping from that to your your book your number one best selling book passionistas Yay. right so yeah. i'm going to tell you quickly erica was um working corporate yep. for two years right uh yep two years two years in corporate <laughs> and she was like yo I got to get out. I remember you were at Murray Claire. Yes. And you were clipping things. And, uh, yeah. yo, I believe in vision boards. It's nuts. It's so real. I vision have one boards every single,
0: real. every single year. Girl, oh my, my entire office is covered in my vision boards of the last
1: really? five years. Yeah, yeah. Bro, my every full moon for the new year, I do it on the full moon. Gorgeous. I, it's huge. It's mm-hmm. always in my bathroom. I have them all in my bathroom. Oh, it's like, it's
0: if you don't, I don't know. Here's the. I laugh when someone's like, "I don't believe in vision boards." I'm like, "There's no belief. It's just it's science and it's repetition and it's reprogramming of your subconscious. Yes. What you see every day sticks
1: with you." Yeah, a hundred percent, and that's so real. Yeah, it's real. It's so real. So you <laughs> clipped out Passionistas. Yeah, this is now the title of your number one, that New York Times so bestselling book. Nuts.
0: It's so crazy. Like that's wild. Yeah, I was just sitting in my corporate job, and this is not like. It's it was a cool job. And I think that was, you know, I talk about this risk tolerance. I got this job so young. And how old were you when you got the job? 23. I just turned 23. And like, it was this, it was an immaculate, obviously, I believe in law of attraction. So I think I was in this in the right space for it. But they were looking it was the perfect collision of they're looking to hire on a new marketing director which if you're familiar with corporate directors i didn't know this at the time now i know it's a it's like a position so i was inheriting a staff of 11 a corner office um and i said yes and everyone's like you know, I go, well, for a couple of years, then I'll probably move into the personal brand stuff I'd like to do. And everyone had this sweet smile, like, oh, this girl <laughs> is going to have a corner office and health benefits. She thinks she's leaving. Uh... But I really knew, like, no, I'm leaving. guy." Like, I will leave at a point. And it was for intercom broadcasting. So mm-hmm. radio, radio was my whole life for two years. And I freaking, I still love it. It was amazing. But as the as the on-air stuff started tapering down, which I was actually passionate about, There was less self-expression to be had there. They switched me into vlogs, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was just too much admin. I knew it wasn't my life. Yeah. I knew it wasn't the life that I was, you know, bound to have. And so, yep, I was flipping through Marie Claire was a huge inspiration. And I cut out this little word called passionistas. And it was just like an oversight in the magazine. They referred to someone I can't even remember as a passionista. And I'm like, that is everything. And I put it on my vision board And, you know, fast forward two and a half, three years later, my business partner who had seen me speak was like, you know, I want to do a chicken soup for the entrepreneur soul version in the girl boss world, in the girl boss movement. And that's passionistas now. And he said, I'd love for you to head it up, be the face. But here's the thing. And, you know, he's from Texas. He's like. Do you have? You'd need to come up with a title, something catchy. I'm like, I already have it, Kyle. That's the least of our worries.
1: <laughs> I'm like, awesome. it's so, and that's what's happening. It's that's titles. so incredible. It was so exciting. I want to rewind just a little bit, just for the people that are listening now. You were in the corporate world, and yeah. you knew that this was not your end all, be all, yeah. right? So you did something that I think. Everyone that knows that there's an ending to something needs to do. You set a goal. You set an amount of time that you were going to go and leave. Absolutely. You were like, I'm not staying here past this date. Yes. And I think that's so important because... People don't do that. They're like, oh, I hate this. I don't want to go. But like, no, yeah. set a deadline. Yeah, no, complaining is is
0: freaking talking about it, yes. not walking about it. Right. And it gets it gets me. And I, oh, my God, I complain too. But that's my, again, these signs every time I'm complaining. I'm like, right. what am I not taking action on? Yes. What am I actually just doing and feeling sorry for myself and whining about right now? And yeah, set that goal, have that deadline And have people hold you accountable. If the people around me were not asking me when I'm like, oh, how's that transition going? It becomes real for you in the eyes and in the conversations of and with other people. Mm -hmm. Because you can't look in a mirror all day, every day. You can't, I mean, you barely look at one, probably in the morning and the evening. So you're really seeing the versions of yourself you've put out there through the way that people are relating to you. So keep them aware of what you're doing, have them have some sort of undertone of accountability because it got me when I had friends and, you know, some family members. uh, My fiance, who I was not even not even close to dating at the time, you know, was like, hey, so you're moving, right? And I'm like, yeah, of
1: course I am. So I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it. Yeah. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. But that's accountability. Accountability yes. helps. And another thing you did was you didn't just complain or whine you took that corporate job and you thought of it as an investment you were like i'm gonna take all these little bits and pieces that i'm learning here oh my god and really learn that is the attitude shift
0: and that is when you're actually able to transform your situation is when you can identify the things that you're about right as the biggest gifts ever like your investor like you could be working on your passion on the side. Your nine to five is what's funding you. Yes, like 100%. your job that you hate is actually giving you those resources. And I was lucky enough to work in broadcasting. So have you done the, th- like, I knew I was putting in my two weeks notice early on. And yet I still said, okay, so now I'm giving myself six months to transition out. And in that six months, I am literally going to get Everything I can, I went into the rooms, chatted with the colleagues, talked to the people in the offices I had never set foot in, knowing it was going to tee me up to create the life that I wanted so there are so many resources you're sitting on in your job people to talk to mm-hmm. and leverage them to the until you hit that ceiling because if you haven't you're leaving a half baked resource that you haven't utilized fully right
1: yeah now I'm thinking of I'm trying to put myself in this space right now as a corporate Young woman who can't stand this job, but I'm I'm inve- I'm investing my time. I'm Erica yeah. right now, right in my head. Oh. How do I get the courage though to do what you just did? How do I how do I dig yeah. deep and be like, all right, Letitia, you know you're gonna be out of here yeah. in five months, but dude, you got to learn from Johnny and Veronica yes. and Sammy. How do I get the courage to be like, I'm doing this. Sh- that's such a good question. I oh My gosh. Yeah. No,
0: seriously, because that is it, right? Like, right. How do you actually tip the scale and where's right. that tipping point? And this is what this is what has worked for me. And this is what I can speak to yes. is that tipping point never came for me in 24 hours, but it came for me inside of routine and repetition of feeding my mind good content, listening to people who believe the same beliefs, listening to people who um, have studied personal development, law of attraction, inspiration. Mm -hmm. I listened to keynote speeches once a week because I really just loved them. When you're keeping your mind in the space of like, oh, this isn't the be all end all. You don't fall off the tracks and you condition yourself to have a new set of beliefs. And if something isn't for you, you don't get offended and you don't get knocked off your block. You're able to say, oh, I really appreciate that. That's actually, oh, that's not my belief system. And you can move on. So I think the courage and mustering that up, when you know other people have done it, when you're listening to your mentors, I mean, I am in integrity with that to this day. Every morning, I listen to my lecture series. I pick one person that inspires me and I invest, you know, time, money, whatever it is. I invest into what they're teaching so that I can be, so that I can learn it every single day. And I show up as a different person because you've got to know that this don't feel bad that you're scared and that you have all these fears. You've literally spent your entire life conditioning yourself to limitation and whatever that limitation is for you. For me, it was self-worth like, you know, who do I think I am syndrome for others? It's I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. All these things are your subconscious. So. What's going to make you brave enough to leave or take those steps anywhere in your life that you've been wanting to take them is reprogramming your subconscious. And you do that by feeding your mind new materials, but daily, because that repetition becomes routine. And then all of a sudden, it becomes like a baseline truth. It's like you can drive your car to work and blink and not know you drove there because you do it so often that your subconscious is like, I know exactly where I'm going. So, program the GPS of your mind toward the goals you want. And right. the courage is going to come because that's all you know is your reality.
1: Right? I love that. I, 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 I'm I, feeling investing in yourself. You have yes. to invest in yourself. Yes, you do. And oh, yeah. each part mentally, you know, who's around you, you know, physically. Yes. I mean, honestly, I think what you just said is so powerful. Thank and having a daily routine, like this has to yeah. become a piece of your life. Yes. And you have to really believe in it and believe in yourself.
0: Absolutely. Right? And if you're not the type to do a morning routine, because I'll fall off mine, whenever you're feeling in that space of like the person who's playing small, not big,
1: mm-hmm.
0: have it ready. Have whatever content you're going to listen to put on. I mean, that that led me. I have a vlog series on YouTube now. And the reason is, is because I had people on my newsletter saying, you know, I wish I could access something when I'm feeling down. And I'm like, okay,
1: <laughs> let, me <laughs> let me do big- it.
0: Yeah, let me figure this out. But I put on my mentor's stuff when I'm feeling down instead of calling to complain, instead of going into my next activity, sulking. I'm like, nope, I got to pull over. I've got to freaking feed my mind this content for right. 10 to 20 to even t- oh, two minutes right. and have that readily available, even if the
1: routine might not be completely consistent daily that's awesome now what are the names of these vlogs because i might need to look at <gasps> oh, them hi. here and there what, yeah. what's this vlog thing i mean about? it's it's if you type
0: in my name it's erica yeah. de cruz on youtube which okay, is perfect i've been doing some mindset stuff for a really really long time but um now the day like the weekly vlogs it's just sort of my experience but you can really see the passion to paycheck trajectory as it right you know plays out weekly we've in a few celebs and it's kind of cool so that's awesome I'm a fan. that's awesome
1: now back to your journey a little bit because i know kyle was a was a big light in your life yes and he guided you in a sense where he i think he kind of made you believe in yourself even more than you believed in yourself Girl. right and if there was one man it's his. yes yeah. shout out to kyle kyle wilson yes kyle wilson you need to meet thank kyle. you he has
0: a monthly mastermind you need to be my guest oh,
1: i would love i would love that let's do a hundred percent so this man was like hey you're incredible. Let's share your incredibleness to the world. Mm-hmm. Now you have this book. You're yeah. going on your book tour. Oh my god! Passionista's is killing it. Yeah, it was great. It was so nuts. It's so incredible. But the Passionista's—it's a book, ladies. If you don't know, um, I have it right in front of me. It is exactly what we're talking about. It's just really telling our truths, our trials, our relations—the shit that we don't want to talk about, the shit that we're yes. low-key embarrassed or humiliated to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're telling you the truth. We're telling you about well. I'm saying we,
0: but Erica is no, telling you no, our, no. our trials and tribulations. No, Latisha, you are a passionista
1: <laughs> to the core. You are an honorary passionista for sure. But I'm reading this book, and yeah. I was like, wow, this is dope. And I could feel myself in this book. And I was like, it's okay to feel. And yeah. I always tell that to every. That I see in mm-hmm. the space that are, they're trying to do something and become better, I was like, You guys gotta fail. Oh my gosh. We don't talk yes. about it a lot, but dude, we all fail. Why
0: don't we talk about it? It's just the highlight reels. And yes. It's, yeah, it's interesting. So there, it's um, a lot of females' story, like young millennial, and I mean, like, there's the founder of the Find Guru in here, um, YouTube, we have Isla, we have the LA girl. They're all in the public eye. But and again, the goal of this book, like most that I do is, OK, scrap the feeds, scrap the Googleable things right. to share, you know,
1: so, yeah, getting real and raw and honest, mm-hmm. because that's the stuff that we really need to know. Like, I want to know that day when Erica was like, Sh-t, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> crying in your room like like what am I doing like not knowing as an entrepreneur like finances accounting all this stuff that you probably had to learn on your own I did yeah right oh yeah and you learn by doing right hashtag oh god yeah Yeah, yeah. Uh and 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 the passionistas is is that book to help you that's the tips it's a guide yeah in fact
0: the tagline is is passionistas tips tales and tweetables from women pursuing their dreams so it's like it is if you are a female if you are a woman out there pursuing your dreams in any capacity right. fulfillment if you're pursuing fulfillment this will this will help you get through as
1: a resource a hundred percent i mean ladies when you start reading you're going to be pulled in because it's Yay. like it's you like <laughs> i can put myself in these situations and i'm like oh my god i remember that day when i looked at my inbox and i yeah. have like 700 inboxes i mean right now mine's like at the 1200 and i'm just like girl
0: oh. you are me we are connected <laughs> we are literally soul because yes. oh man my inboxes are And I've had to learn they're constantly overflowing, and it is okay to have overflow because I used to have that. That's the guilt and anxiety. Guilt and anxiety, they're both rooted in shame, and shame is very low on the energetic spectrum. So, your manifestation, um, and I mean, if you believe in manifestation, if I'm a huge manifester, I'm a fan of it, that guilty and that anxiety, that guilt and anxiety is rooted in shame, and shame doesn't. Like, you're not conducive to any of the opportunities you want to attract. So right. I learned, like, I'm in overflow, but I'd rather be in a bathtub in overflow neutral because I'm taking care of myself Right. than in shame and anxiety yeah. trying
1: to get back to everybody. Dude, I so. appreciate that. That actually just made me feel good. Good. That it's is true. Because no. I'm, I'm literally, like, always like this, like, looking oh my around, God. like, how am I going to do this? You
0: have no idea. Yeah. And, like for the audience i'm pulling something up i'm not gonna name names but it's so it used to really trigger me because you have as you grow and this is what kyle kyle wilson he was he's such an amazing business partner and friend he said listen erica that slice of the pie that you can't get back to as you grow that slice is gonna grow with it it's only gonna get bigger so get used to not um you know, getting back to people. But literally, I just got a message this morning. I won't say from who. Yes. But it's an acquaintance, like someone I've never truly even connected with or met. They need something from me. I'm producing an event soon. Right. I literally says, can you read this? You're not a very good texter slash caller. I don't care if you call me when you're pooping. Just call me. (laughs) Can't believe it. Look at this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is way TMI. But like, (laughs) no, you guys, this is real. And I'm like, are you kidding? So I didn't have time to call this person. And I wouldn't want to because my energies just went to an angst and shame level of not getting back to this person. Right. And they just couldn't believe that I needed to schedule a call in three days versus three hours. Right. And that's what they had Messaged me and I'm like, whoa! Instead of letting it knock me off my rocker, what did I do? Put on a mentor and immediately took the time. I could have probably called this person back and and I texted and right. vented to a real friend. And I was like, you know, I'm just happy to have. The people who are aware of my schedule and my life. Yes. And thank you for not
1: hating me when right. I don't get back to you. But this is the evolution of being a boss. Like oh. you're learning all these. Hashtag things. boss done. Yeah, I know you can relate if your inbox is
0: overflowing. Yeah, I'm man. just
1: like, all right. <laughs> you can't appease everyone, and I think that's something as uh, as a woman we try to do ever since yes. we're young.
0: Oh, we do. Or we try
1: to please everyone. We're nurturers. We're carers. We're lovers. Yeah. Um, and what says to us as a good person are people enjoying
0: us, liking us, giving us the feedback. Yes. Thank you. Of, right.
1: Yeah. Yes. You know, always wanting to be accepted and being okay. Yo, it's okay to mm-hmm. say no. It's okay to not be available. It is okay to say, I'm busy right now. Yes. Can you wait?
0: Right. You. Um. This is the quote I love. I think it's Warren... Buffett maybe mm-hmm. you become successful by saying yes to almost everything you stay successful by saying no to almost everything that's
1: yo that's so key yeah. by saying no to almost everything it's yeah. true it's true because how do you maintain your success you know, know when you have so Erica you have 10 things going oh on oh my like, gosh but it's great I mean I just incredible. love it so much incredible <laughs> you know what I mean and I appreciate that yeah. you know keep shining your light please I, um, I want to touch on one thing before we end um, yeah now, mentorship. I believe in mentorship. I believe everyone should have a mentor in life. I wish we were born with a mentor. I <gasps> wish like I wish, like, the gods were like, here's Here is your guardian. Yes, here's here's your mentor of life. This is how you're going to be that successful. Be this is going to guide you. Yeah. This is going to help you become better. Yep. <laughs> Talk to me about mentorships and your mentor. I'm assuming Kyle's a great mentor of yours. Oh,
0: yeah. No, Kyle's an amazing mentor of mine. And it's funny because... So get this. This is crazy. I love you. Brought this up. When I was in college, even my first mentor was a morning show host. He single-handedly is the reason I believed myself in myself enough to become that marketing director at such a young age. And then I started an internship program at twenty-three. Wow! And these kids were freaking awesome because we were almost the same age, and I just got to relate on a new level of mentorship and it feels great to be mentored but when you also have input in other people's lives and you and you have like this mentee type yes pupil in your world give and take man it is so in integrity it feels like a flow cycle of like receiving give Mm -hmm. receiving give it's just it flows and um yeah I think it's invaluable again it goes back to like find a mentor and sometimes you know sometimes you can be at like, I've been asked, like, it's, it's beautiful. You know, will you be my mentor? Right. And of course, it's always a yes. And sometimes there's a relationship that evolves, where eventually someone refers to you or you refer to someone that way. And I can say that someone believing in me and being excited and enthusiastic about what I'm up to, man, it took me from a one to a 10 right. daily inside of self worth, because you cultivate it as you go. Mm-hmm. So having that Person in your ear, man, get them, be them. It's invaluable. I couldn't be more grateful. Yes. as we even speak about this, yeah. both, um, both my radio mentor and now, you know, my entrepreneurial mentor, if you will, they'll both be at uh, a little wedding that I'm having this oh, this summer. Congratulations, and, oh God, thank you. It's a whole another trajectory, <laughs> but yes, and uh, so yeah, I'm just really grateful for them. I think it's been instrumental and invaluable too. What I've been able to accomplish yes. at least thus far.
1: So. Mentors are everything, and you know I always encourage people to be open and to be brave to say, "Hey, I need a mentor. I need help. We all need be help." Be brave. Be open. And, Absolutely. And honestly, I always tell women: your sisterhood, your your womanhood, your friendships, oh, yes. your the women around you, your sisterhood, those lights, as yes. other women around you, they need to be as bright as you are. Love
0: on them. Expand yes. them. You make sure they succeed because mm-hmm. you're going to expand at the same rate they are. People don't get
1: that. Like, I don't understand that You don't either. lose anything by no. giving. It's so nuts. Give as much as you can. Yeah. Pay it for there. And I think that's kind of, uh, you know, a cool, you know, a cool tagline to your story. I mean, you you give and you give and you give and you give and you're given so much in Thank return. Thank you,
0: boo. Yeah, no, I feel like, really, do I give? Because I feel really on the receiving end of a lot right now, yeah. which is great. Which is, girl, you just gave us a whole hour of life. Of I love you. you. <laughs> what are you talking about? In your no, That's us a good workshop. To hear. Good to next hear. Next week
1: in LA. So, yes, ladies, if and gentlemen, if you want to learn, I mean, you can mm. find a mentor. Oh, you know, from passion to paychecks. Too. You have
0: no idea yes. how many. Oh, people leave with jobs. Oh my gosh, one of our volunteers last year is now the um, uh, the head entertainment reporter and correspondent for Press Pass LA, just because Press Pass's owner was speaking. It's wow. just nuts. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So yeah. you
1: don't want to miss this event, Do Erica. You are. A light. I'm glad thank that you walked you. into the studio today at podcast one. Girl, this was such a good I'm time. I'm so happy. <laughs> Low key, I was doing Hella research and I was like, okay. Oh God. Oh, you say Hella. You are yes. my soul sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was. and I was just like, I'm doing all this research. And you know, I was like, mm. you know what, you're good. Like, go in there, talk to her as just your sister. Because I already knew Sit down for we would watch. have this, yeah, yeah. we would have this vibe knowing who you are. The juju ju-ju get to is strong, world. baby. Yeah, it is so <laughs> real. So I just want to say thank you so much. And I always end um with a question to remind every girl listening and every man listening that we got this oh love it what is one thing you would tell your 21 year old self Ooh,
0: one thing i mean Mm -hmm. it's not very profound but it's so necessary is you're better than you think
1: i love that you
0: are better than you think you think that everyone walking around knows something you don't they know just as much, baby. Like, mm-hmm. go fight. Like, you're so equipped, yes. is what I'd say. I think.
1: That's too real. Yeah, I love it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I just want to say thank you so much. Everybody, you need to get the book, Passionistas. Yeah. And if you are in California, please don't miss Passions Come on miss Passionistas. On over. Yeah, it's going to be a LA. incredible event. I'll be there. Love it. Yes, let's live our best lives together. Girl, we got this. Thank you. Thank you so much, Erica. Mwah. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, mom. Hey, sis, thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. Divorce Sucks, but it
0: doesn't have to. Join celebrity divorce lawyer Laura Wasser on Divorce Sucks
1: as she shares her expertise and chats with A-list guests like Joshua David Stein, Kate Hudson, and Anna Faris. My plan B, instead of becoming a great novelist, is 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 porn porn voiceover. Porn (laughs) voice, yeah. I like it. Download new episodes of Divorce Sucks with Laura Wasser every week on Apple Podcasts
0: and Podcast One.